Hi everyone and welcome to Take 10 for Torah number 779. I hope you all are well. Any questions, comments, suggestions, recommendations, or sponsorships, please email me at rabbiismach at take10fortorah.org. So we began speaking about Ladavid Hashem Ori Vishu, which is Tehillim Chavav, and of course the context is that we say it all of Elo through Shemini Atzeres. But the question is why? What is the connection? Even though you know it itself is a very beautiful paragraph, what is the connection between this paragraph and these particular days of tshuva? So this is a story that um, that goes. Uh, I think Rabbi Sachs tells a story about how there was a shul in England before his time, before he was uh, the Lord Chief Rabbi of all of the uh, Commonwealth. That at some point there was a chazan and there was a debate about whether or not, when the machzor said you say it until Shmini Atzeres, until the end of Sukkot, does it mean the ad until and including, or does it mean just until and not? including. So the story goes that the uh, Chazan said to say it, and the warden, who I guess is the Gavai, uh, said he shouldn't say it, and the guy did what he wanted, and the warden fired him. So there's a wrongful dismissal suit in a court of law with a secular, or maybe not even Jewish at all, uh, magistrate, some sort of judge who's deciding the case, and uh, awkwardly it comes down to whether or not the minhag is to say the David Hashem or Vishi on Shemini Atzeres or not. And so the court, uh, he has uh, the judge has a lot of wisdom, and he says it should be read out loud, and as the tells the story, so he reads it out loud, and he's like, that's so beautiful, why not say it every single day? So that's actually in concert, and he got his job, he was reinstated, etc. And now it says, ad, including Shemini Atzeres and all of the Machzorim over there, all of the Sidurim. That's the way the story goes. But indeed, it makes a good point, because it is beautiful. Why would we only say it during some times of the year, and not some times of the year, and why specifically during this time of the year, particularly when there is no reference to tshuva, there's no reference to any active task of tshuva. So what exactly is the connection between the Dota Shem and uh, and, and uh, these days, these very important days? So we saw already that the Chida held that indeed that's true, that it should be said every single day. After Shemon Esri, it should be said after Shachris, uh, maybe all three Tfilos, it should be said all the time. It's so beautiful, it's so poignant, and it's so important. But of course we know that traditionally there are other reasons for it to be said specifically during El. And as an aside, before we begin, the Gra famously would not add any sort of Mizmorim, would not add any sort of Tehillim after davening, uh, because the Gra felt that that's Tircha de Tzibura, perhaps, it would extend davening to a, you know unpredictable time. Uh, we, we can't add things at the end of davening, and he would not add things at the end of davening. And so the Gra famously would not say the Devar Hashem but we, of course, have this custom. Where is it from? So most specifically, People point to a very famous medrash where the medrash says, Ori is uh, Rosh Hashanah and Yishi is Yom Kippur. Meaning, when, the David, when David says, Hashem, God is my Ori and my Yishi, my light and my salvation, he's referring to the power of Rosh Hashanah and the power of Yom Kippur. But before we get to that famous medrash, there are a few other sources that I want to deal with. There's one sitter of um, Shabtai Maraskov, that's how it's pronounced, who says that the reason is because there are 13 references to God's name. 13 references to God's name in the chapter, and that reflects the 13 midos of Tshuva, and that's why the 13 uh, references here uh, are said during these times when we're focused on slichos and we're focused on mechila and forgiveness and tefillah. Now, it's not exactly 13. Interestingly, there are 12 references, I think, to the four-letter name of Hashem. There are six in the first part and six in the second part. So thematically, it's interesting that these two parts that we discussed in a different ten, these two parts, actually have the same amount of references to God's name, almost to display their symmetry, that they're the same. But there is a 13th reference to God of Elokei, Yeshi. So that's the 13th. That's probably what he's referring to. And altogether, there are 13 references. So 13 for like the Yud Gimel Midos. That's why it would be said during El. 
That's one answer, which is a little bit less popular. Another answer the Balatura mentions in Devarim Lamed Vav, he refers to one of the Elul acronyms. He says, He says the word Lule, Lule Hemanti, which we find at the end, which is a difficult to translate Pasuk. Lule is the letters of Elul. So Lule being the letters of Elul, so we should say it during Elul. Once we're saying it during Elul, yes, we're going to say it as well during uh, the times of Roshanim Kippur up until Sukkot. Okay, so that is what he uh, what he talks about. He says because of Lule, that's why we do it during this time. But that, back to that Medrash, the Medrash which says Ori and Ishi, Ori is Rosh Hashanah, Yishi is Yom Kippur. So in that Medrash, of course, it does not say anything about Sukkot, but it does say some very interesting things. The Medrash actually translates and says Mimi Ira, who does it, or at least the entire sentence. The Medrash actually translates that sentence. Who would I fear? Who would I fear? And so it actually describes how the Umos Ha'olam, the Sari Umos Ha'olam, the heads of the other nations, come before God and say, they're Mekatrigin Al Yisrael. They say, hey, why do the Jews deserve the credit that they're given for what they do? And they say, there are Jews who don't uh, behave nicely. There are Jews who don't do the right thing. There are Jews who worship over the Zara, just like there are other people who don't. There are those uh, over here from the Jewish camp who are involved in immorality and, and wrong, wrong types of things. And there are people from the general world who are. There are people amongst the Jews who are not careful, perhaps, with human life. And there are people who uh, are uh, not careful with human life, even in the outside world. We're no better. Why do the Jews somehow survive, whereas the other nations do not? Why is it that if the same behavior exists with the Jewish community and the outside community, why would it be that the Jews would be successful in judgment and everybody else would not? So the Medrash goes on to say that when it comes to who are the enemies that David is afraid of in this paragraph, so he says, it's the Satan. The Satan, which he says, Hasatan is Gematria, Shin Samach Dalet, which means 364. The Satan is perhaps the one who articulates these arguments. And these arguments about, you know, it's not fair. The Jews don't really deserve that much more. The Jews aren't that much better than the rest of the world. So why do they succeed in judgment? So the Satan is perhaps behind that argument, but the Satan's only around 364 days a year. The 365th day is the day of Yom Kippur. And on Yom Kippur, he is enomakatrik. He has nothing to say. He has nothing to claim against the Jews. So on that day, so the Jews say in Tachanel, I'm if I am besieged, if I am besieged by the Satan, uh, the Medrash says, or Samael, lo be, I will not be afraid. Why? Bezos anivoteach, as it says, bezos anivoteach, I will be confident in this. What's the this? So perhaps it's the Ori and the Yishi, the light, the salvation that is God. But no, the Zos actually refers to a Pasuk in Achrimos. The Pasuk there is talking about Yom Kippur and refers to the Karbanos that Aaron will bring, bezos yavo Aaron alakodesh. The process of Yom Kippur, the atonement of Yom Kippur, which is attributed to the Karbanos and the importance of the day, that day will be the day where there is no kitrog, where there is no accusation from whoever it is, the Satan, the Umos Ha'olam, the nations of the world, and we will be without any sort of criticism. So, the meaning and the thrust of the paragraph, therefore, is, it's because of Rosh Hashanah and leading to Yom Kippur that we have the ability to ward off all of our enemies who might be accusing us of all sorts of negative things. That's what the context of the Medrash actually is. It's the power of 
these important days, particularly Yom Kippur. Now, of course, the Mati Ephraim mentions that there's a reference to Sukkot, Kitzmanini B'Sukkah, the Yomrad actually says Sukkot outright. You don't need an illusion of any sort of um, uh, uh, any sort of kind. And Sukkah refers to the, the Sukkah, and that's the Sukkah of God's shelter. And so there's a reference to Sukkot. So Elul is found in Lulei, and then Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur is Ori and Yishi, and then it goes all the way to Sukkot. So we continue saying it. There are people who point to particular lines. Uh, Mizmar Ledavid is Tehillim Chav Zayin. Chav Zayin is 27, but turned around is Zach. Zach means pure. And so it's the Tehillim, perhaps, that leads towards purity in some way. Some understand Ori is Rosh Hashanah because Ori is the day of Ayahi Ar. That's the first day of creation. The day of Ayahi Ar, that's why it's called Ori Vishi. The Yishel Salanter is attributed to uh, have said that, you know, we asked the famous question about why does Rosh Hashanah come before Yom Kippur? It should go the other way around. First, we should receive atonement and then we should start our year. So he explains, no, really, it's Ori Vishi. Really, it's impossible for us to come and get to such a high level all at once, to get spirituality, to come close to God, to get atonement, to, to feel that level of closeness, to start again. It can't all happen in one day. So first we have Rosh Hashanah, which is Yom Hadin. And in Yom Hadin, we're nervous, we're concerned, we're worried about all of the things in our life that we have to make sure go well. And when all of those things, hopefully, we pray for them and we daven for them and we're focused on them, and that or that light spreads, that light of focused spirituality, that light of connection to God, where we concerned, yes, for our own personal needs, but that light spreads. And then we realize that ultimately, Yishi, He is our salvation, not only with those physical things, not only with the superficial things in our life, but with the important things. And so the connection that we uh, begin on Rosh Hashanah, Ori, turns into Yishi, that light spreads into understanding God is our salvation, and understanding that we are, we need to come close and repair the relationship through our tshuva, and hopefully atonement on Yom Kippur. And perhaps all of these are reasons why, particularly during this time of year, it is very important to read this very significant paragraph. Have a great day.